0: Hello, and welcome to Talking Opinions. I am Anthony Livingston Hall. Spilled oil, man. <laughs> Nothing else in the world smells like that. On October 1, a cargo ship reportedly ruptured an oil pipeline off the coast of Southern California. The rich folks who live along that coast knew almost immediately, because mere hours later they would begin a routine of waking up to the smell of spilled oil in the mornings. And with all due respect to Colonel Bill Kilgore of Apocalypse Now, they did not like that. Unfortunately, oil spills are becoming almost as commonplace as wildfires. In fact, this spill of approximately 3,400 barrels occurred in the same area where a tanker spilled 7,000 barrels in 1990. (laughs) Granted, both pale in comparison with the Exxon Valdez, which spilled 260,000 barrels into the Prince William Sound in 1989. To say nothing of the BP Deepwater Horizon, which spilled 2 million barrels into the Gulf of Mexico in 2010. But you'd be mistaken if you think the relatively small size of this spill... Has the California residents affected breathing easily? After all, lingering toxic fumes have made that impossible. But the long-term effects on marine life and wildlife will trouble any resident who is even remotely concerned about the environment for the rest of their lives. Alluding, naturally, to real estate, here is what marine ecologist Steve Murowski said in this respect during an interview for The Verge on October 8, and I quote, It's all about location. It's only about four miles offshore, so just because it's small doesn't mean it's not significant. And so it only takes a few hours for that oil to be up on the beach. In the case of Deepwater Horizon, it was fifty miles offshore. It took weeks for the oil to actually come onto shore, and so people could prepare for it. End quote. And here is what no less an authority than the U.S. government's own National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration says. Again I quote, Thousands of oil spills occur in U.S. waters each year. Most of these spills are small but can still cause damage, especially if they happen in sensitive environments like beaches, mangroves, And wetlands. Not to mention that President Trump overturned the executive order President Obama issued prohibiting the expansion of oil and gas drilling in the Atlantic, the Eastern Gulf of Mexico, the Alaskan coast, and the Pacific Ocean. This led to officials in the Trump administration handing out offshore drilling permits as recklessly as some doctors are handing out COVID vaccination passports. So, one shudders to think how many oil spills occurred during his presidency. They were just never reported. You know, just like the millions people poured into his hotel in Washington, D.C., to extract government favors during his presidency. <laughs> Still, am I the only one damning cursed fate or suspecting political sabotage? After all, we had that massive BP oil spill which tarred Obama's presidency. Then, No spill to speak of during tramps. And now this. Things that make you go, hmm, no? (laughs) Meanwhile, for obvious reasons, birds laden with black gold get all the attention we've all seen the heart-wrenching images. Yet scientific research posits, as a rule of thumb, that the actual mortality among oiled birds is 4 to 11 times higher than the number of birds retrieved and cleaned. But, as indicated earlier, The far more troubling feature of these spills might be the harm caused that gets relatively little attention. That, of course, is the harm to tens of thousands of marine life, including sea turtles, whales, dolphins, sturgeon, tuna, lobster, coral, and seagrass. Then there's the always labor-intensive clean-up, which by all accounts invariably captures only a fraction of any spill. The remainder is left to poison marine life and wildlife for generations. In other words, no matter how many hazmat suited people you've seen, scooping up tar balls on those beaches in California, the result in this and every case is tantamount to cleaning the floors in your home by sweeping all the dirt under the carpet. Oh, if you wonder why these spills keep happening, the title to a report in Sunday's edition of the Washington Post pretty much explains it. It read as follows: Despite spills and air pollution, fossil fuel companies award CEOs. uh, Wait for it. For environmental records. (laughs) In a similar vein, the federal judges Trump fiendishly nominated are frustrating President Biden's efforts to limit oil and gas exploration consistent with his bold agenda to fight climate change. Because case by case, these judges are ruling that Biden must end the pause on offshore leasing, which he ordered within the first two weeks of his presidency. Be that as it may, coming full circle, nothing betrays the commonplace nature of these spills, quite like me being hard-pressed to find Biden, making even a mention of this one. And this, even in the face of alarming headlines like, what caused the massive oil spill off Huntington Beach? in the Los Angeles Times on October 3. Catastrophic California oil spill kills fish, damages wetlands in Reuters on October 5, and why California's enormous oil spill won't be its last in the London Guardian on October 9. In any event, long-term effects aside, the scope of the visible devastation from this spill is such that I do not have cause to tag Biden the way I did Obama after Deepwater Horizon spilled on his watch. I did so most notably with the title to a blog commentary that spoke volumes, namely... Louisiana oil spill, Obama's Katrina, on May 3, 2010. What's more, engineers plugged up this leak and crews are cleaning up the spill with such dispatch. I can't even accuse Biden of the Nero-like fiddling I accused Obama of as that Deepwater Horizon spill seemed to leak for years. It leaked for a purgatorial 87 days. Uh, By the way, that was only the second year of Obama's presidency, (laughs) so you can imagine the flack I got especially from fellow black folks for criticizing him. But I reminded them back then, as I've been constrained on occasion to remind others since then, that I was one of only few black folks who dared to publicly support Obama's presidential candidacy, when most of them were still beholden to what most Democrats presumed was the self-fulfilling prophecy of Bill and Hillary Clinton's 241 presidency. I established my unimpeachable bona fides by citing my blog commentary titled It's Time. Run, Obama. Run. From October 24, 2006. And, as it happens, I was one of only few blacks who dared to publicly support Biden's presidential candidacy when most of them were jumping on the bandwagon of democratic upstarts like Peter Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren, Andrew Yang, and Cory Booker. But, sure enough, Biden soon gave me cause to criticise him too, which I duly did in commentaries like... Biden's foreign policy A-team is failing him on May 12, 2021. Inevitable flack, even though much less, obliged me to establish my bona days again, which I did by citing my blog commentary titled, Biden-Harris, that's the ticket, from January 14, Twenty (laughs) nineteen. But I digress, and so I'll end my digression with this. For far too many Americans these days, party loyalty trumps common sense. Their own health care and the welfare of the country be damned. And yes, Republicans have personalised this loyalty with fealty to Trump that would give even North Koreans cause to accuse them of cult worship. But as my criticisms of Obama and Biden make clear, for me, voting for candidates can never mean forfeiting my right to criticise when they do wrong that said i'd be remiss not to urge you to spare more than a little outrage for less reported but perhaps even more harmful oil spills everywhere from the caribbean to africa russia and the south china sea indeed According to Amnesty International, the equivalent of the Exxon Valdez spill has defiled Nigeria's Niger Delta every year for 50 years. And despite Shell promising over 10 years ago to clean up the mess it and other companies caused, to say nothing of the harm they inflicted on all manner of life, most notably human, Amnesty had cause to blast this headline on June 18, 2020. No cleanup, no justice, Shell's oil pollution in the Niger Delta. End quote. Despite all that, Nothing is more amazing in life, than the phenomenon of Mother Nature continually healing and replenishing herself from ravages, both natural and man-made. So even if the environmental Cassandras are right about the deep water horizon causing harm that will last a thousand years, (laughs) well… As ancient Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, the founder of Taoism, might say, nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. That's it. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to contact me, I invite you to email Hall 279 at gmail.com or use the contact feature on my blog at www.ipjn.com. Thank you for listening, and until the next Talking Opinions, goodbye.